Today's guest is Russ Johannesson, CEO of Gluco. When the global health pandemic increased demand for remote health monitoring, Gluco, which offers a platform to connect people with diabetes and other chronic conditions to their health care providers, stepped up, making the platform free to keep patients safe and connected. With $30 million in new funding, Gluco plans to build on that momentum as healthcare providers increasingly see the value of sharing data and staying connected. I'm Liz Bollier. And I'm Teresa Flaherty. And this is HME News in 10 from HME News. Stay with us. This episode of HME News in 10 is sponsored by the HME News VGM and Associates Financial Benchmarking Survey. We are excited to announce that the 2021 Financial Benchmarking Survey is now open. This survey is open to all HME providers, and those who complete the survey will get full access to the complete report at no charge. Don't miss out. The more submissions that there are, the more accurate our picture of the HME industry will be. To complete the survey, visit www.hmenews.com backslash benchmark. Hi, Russ. Thanks for being a guest on HME News in 10. 2020 was Gluco's most successful year yet. How will the new investment support expansion? Yeah, thanks, Teresa. We, we had uh, a very strong 2020, uh, our best year so far, even with the pandemic, maybe in some ways even because of the pandemic. Uh, the purpose of our new financing is really to help fund and accelerate the growth that we've been experiencing for the last couple of years. In many ways, the tailwinds that were provided from the pandemic has accelerated demand for our remote patient monitoring and our remote care management capabilities that we've had in the platform for a while. Um, we saw the opportunity to focus on this fundraise and maybe pull it a little sooner and raise a little more capital to really be able to invest in that growth trajectory going forward. The new, the new investment's all about supporting growth and allowing us to focus on expanding our sales and marketing efforts and also our capabilities in the payer and self-insured employer markets, which are areas that we're looking to grow into. The funding also lets us continue to expand what we're doing in terms of support for adjacent comorbid conditions outside of just diabetes. Uh, we've been, a, as you know, a very diabetes-centric business from our inception, and over the past year, we've already started to provide support for hypertension and obesity, and we're seeing increased demand in the market for supporting a broader set of chronic conditions. Gluco is a young company. How does that give you a certain amount of flexibility to innovate? Well, the company was founded in 2010, so I'm, I'm not sure whether that qualifies as a young company or not. Uh, but my sense around innovation is that it's really more about a company's DNA and their mindset and their mission than about age or maturity of the company. Certainly, we've all seen speed of innovation and the ability to run the course from ideation to development to implementation. That can all be easier in, in smaller, more nimble organizations. But there are some more mature companies out there in the space that continue to push the innovation curve pretty successfully. At Glucco, innovation is part of our founding story and one of our core values. Our, our innovation mandate comes from our desire to truly understand and meet our users' needs, whether that's people living with chronic conditions, the care teams that support them, the device and pharma companies that are providing the tools for effective chronic condition management, or the payers that are funding and supporting access to care, or even the clinical research community that's developing new therapies. 
we think it's important to understand that and bring innovation in that context. And, you know, we're operating in a really dynamic marketplace in digital health these days, and things are moving so fast. We think it's our responsibility to continue to innovate and be out ahead of the curve to bring that value to our users as quickly and effectively as we can do it. Well, at its core, Gluco collects data, and with more than 7,500 clinics and a million patients, that's a lot of data. How do you leverage? How do you leverage that data to drive improvements in diabetes care? Well, you're right. Um, at Gluco, we're sitting on the largest diabetes health database in terms of real-world evidence in the world. We've got over 32 billion data points and, and climbing. We have studies that show that the usage of our technology and the data coming out of our platform really does improve health outcomes. Using the data from our mobile apps and our web apps, patients can show that improved health outcome performance in terms of decreases in average blood glucose levels, increased time and range from a blood glucose perspective, decreased hyperglycemic events, et cetera. What we're collecting is data that's related to blood glucose levels, medication adherence, and data including insulin usage, nutrition data, exercise and activity data, weight, blood pressure, A1C, other lab results, demographic data, comorbidity data, et cetera. And we use all this data to help people with diabetes and the teams that are caring for them truly understand the patterns come out of this data and how these data elements relate to one another. As an example, maybe how a person's food intake or exercise patterns can impact their trending blood glucose levels over time. And as maybe with all things, digital health related, the effectiveness of being able to monitor and manage the data related to someone's health, it really improves greatly when you can make that acquisition of data more frictionless so that the patient doesn't have to be doing everything manually. That tends to really slow things down in terms of data collection. And people, frankly, won't do that in a sustainable way over time. So we've been really working to make sure that we can do more and more data acquisition in a frictionless way. So you know, we're seeing more and more data interoperability and cloud connectivity between devices and the things that make it really seamless for the data to be pulled, analyzed, and at the patient's request, shared with their care team. That's really helpful, and I think something that's going to continue to improve the overall health outcomes for people with diabetes. One of the things that's really happening in the market now that we think is super interesting uh, from a technology perspective related to the data is uh, the development in connected insulin pens. Several of those are hitting the market in a major way in this year and in 2022, and, and we're at the forefront of making sure that that data connectivity for connected insulin pens can come together in a useful way for both patients and providers, and we're working with several of the key players like Novo Nordisk who are bringing those solutions into the market right now. Russ, you mentioned the data that you guys have and how it's important to share them with patients and their healthcare providers. What about where does clinical research come into play in terms of how Gluco is supporting clinical research with all that data that you guys have? Sure, that's a great question. You know, we are connecting such a large network, over 7,500 clinics connected globally, over a million patients being actively managed through the platform, generating all of this data. And that's, that's really valuable, not just from a real-world data perspective for retrospective studies, but also in support of random control, randomized control trials, virtual clinical trials. And as you might expect, when the pandemic hit, many of the trials that were in flight were really driven by in-person visits. And as many as 80%, according to some reports, 
came to a halt with the stop in in-person visits between patients and providers, a number of those trials were able to be revived or rescued by, by using connected digital solutions to make the remote data collection component easier, and also by using retrospective real-world data that already exists to complete the studies. That shift was really positive for us in our business. It's been quite helpful for many of the trials to continue on in this environment where you can't use in-person visits to both recruit patients and collect data. We started to see some of this even before the pandemic. Back in 2019, we started to see more demand from CROs wanting to leverage us more broadly for their studies. We had done work directly for trial sponsors in the previous years, at some extent for some of our bigger partners. But when we started to see this increased interest from the CROs, we took the time and they made the investment to make changes in our platform to make it FDA 21 CFR Part 11 compliant and to expand our capabilities in that clinical research space, knowing that building our core business already builds out the infrastructure and network to support clinical research in, in a powerful way. We think it's really important because we're able to leverage the data that's being generated in helping patients better manage their condition and use that same data to help pharma and device companies create better therapies and devices to improve treatments and outcomes. You know, it's sort of a virtuous cycle if you think about it. You mentioned um, glucose, you know, working in partnership with other leaders in the diabetes space, including uh, Insulet and Novo Nordisk. What's the, um, the value of those relationships for the company, and how do they foster innovation? Well, we work very closely with several strategic partners. With folks like Novo Nordisk, we're working on many innovative solutions for the market, including the support of the launch of their connected insulin pens globally. In addition, for example, with Novo Nordisk, we've built out a mobile capability, a mobile app for patients in the U.S. market called Cornerstones for Care. It's really around patient education and coaching around their diabetes management. With other strategic partners like Insulet, we have really strong commercial relationships. In Insulet's uh, case, we are their in-clinic software solution. They leverage Gluco to support that in the clinical setting, and they're leveraging our solution with the health systems globally. So it's really with partners like Insulet and, and Novo Nordisk that we also kind of map our global expansion and continue to go into other countries in support of, uh, of their expansion as well. So it's uh, great relationships across those, just to mention a couple. Russ, innovation has sort of been a theme throughout our conversation here. Can you talk a little bit about sort of what's next in terms of innovation in this space? Sure. Well, the beauty of, of sitting where we sit in the ecosystem, a little bit as a connector across not just supporting patients connecting to providers, but uh, connecting across with device companies, drug companies, payers, clinical research organizations. It allows us to be sort of that connected tissue across data, et cetera. So as new developments are happening in innovation and technology, we're able to work with those partners to get new data streams like what's coming off of connected insulin pens or new devices entering markets that are already uh, have key players in them to be able to create increased access points for folks. So we try to stay on top of that to make sure that the users of our solutions, predominantly the patients and the providers, have access to the cutting edge technology. And I think we're also starting to see over time more integration and focus between services and technology solutions that can create 
more effective capabilities for patients, driving not just the clinical solutions, but the patient engagement components of it that both allow them to uh, remain adherent to treatment therapies, but also provide the data back into the system that allow them to be treated on an ongoing basis, whether or not that's in support of an in-person visit or something that is being managed remotely uh, when they're either in between visits or not able to come in for a visit. So uh, we think there's just a, a ton of, of innovation in the space. If you think about markets like diabetes, over the years there's been a lot of innovation and technology and investment going into the space. And, you know, by some measures things have improved and by other measures, you know, things continue to, to be a struggle in bridging the gap in particular for clinical teams and physicians to be able to extend to more patients as the as the prevalence continues to increase is really a powerful a powerful thing for technology to step into. Thanks again for being a guest, Russ, and stay safe. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much. And that's HME News in 10.